2: What is going on everybody? My name is Cotterdall. Welcome to a week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about all things to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner at Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Grand, how are you? I'm actually unreal. Jesus, fair play. Unreal now. Feeling good. Feeling I'm, good, man. I actually feel the healthiest I've ever felt.
1: Me too, actually. Yeah. Okay, see now why? <laughs> why do? What it? I've done there is I've sowed seeds of panic amongst the listeners.
2: <laughs> we are in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ireland is like half quarantined at the minute. It's very weird. It's um, uh, we actually don't know what's going to happen next week or because it changes every single day. Yeah. But Currently, we are sitting in the same room. We're going to get all this episode done anyway. Exactly. And see what and happens
1: if we have to phone each other in coming weeks. Yes, it's just how it has to be.
2: But. Due, due to this, there's lots of bit of news this week in regards to the movies. Yes. In regards to they're all being delayed, they're all being pushed back.
1: Yeah, because no one wants to release right now. You no. lose a lot of money.
2: Yes, um, and so that w- I think that will become more of a common theme as the weeks go by.
1: Yep. Yeah. So I
2: think we're already feeling the start of it now, but we still have quite a bit of fun news. In regards to movies that have already previously come out. And we have a brand new thriller for Black Widow that we want to get to.
1: So yeah, we, there's still stuff to talk about. There's always news happening somewhere.
2: Yes, and we're hoping that this episode will somehow... If you're at home, or if you're quarantined somewhere... Yeah. Maybe give this... Li- it'll keep you entertained
1: for an hour. Exactly. If you want another way to get entertained... Go on. On our Patreon this weekend. Oh. Uh, what launched uh, on last Saturday. Yeah, it was on Saturday. It was our review, our Lazarus Pit of... Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2.
2: V- a very good review some have said, and by some I mean me. We're the only ones
1: <laughs> who reviewed it. <laughs> I'll be honest lads.
2: 5 stars. But that's available for our $5 patrons and over. $5 do- if $5 a month you get an extra episode. So, so far, you will actually get access to not only the Spider-Man 2 review, but also Batman Begins from last month.
1: Yes. So yes. you can listen to that and tell us if we're right or wrong. And spoilers, we're always right.
2: Prob- I was going to say always oh, wrong. Always
1: wrong? <laughs> yeah. That's how we disagree sometimes. <laughs> but if you're always right, oh no. If one of us is, always tells the truth. And one of us always lies. who? How do you get through the door? You only have one question. You only have who one Who do you question. ask? If I uh, Okay, if I ask him which one the door is, yeah. what will he say? He'll say, I'm Connor.
2: Jesus, i trust you. You have a friendly face. (laughs) We would not get through that. (laughs) I would just open both doors. Riddle me this. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not
1: not having it.
2: Walk away. (laughs) Um, So we're starting off Movie Mondays this week, Sean, with news we're going to start off with the usual thing of I'm
1: going to try to anger you early rile you up get me some emotion at the start of the episode you're
2: so dead I'm just so such a lifeless boy so I'm just going to say one word but I really hope that you catch
1: on to what I'm saying I'm going to make direct eye contact with you the whole time
2: universal oh
1: oh oh I'm conflicted
2: invisible man has had lots of success recently Sean indeed it has and so with that success comes confidence comes arrogance arrogance comes a renewed sense of vigour you could say the they
1: are the harder <laughs> they they, vigor. They vigor. <laughs> the vigour the
2: vigour so modern day Dracula movie set as Universal focuses on more standalone monster films it's back ok the Dark Universe is back
1: they might Okay, Oh, look, I'm going to benefit it out for a second, okay. but also, I hope they haven't learned the wrong lesson.
2: <laughs> would that be like Universal, to learn the wrong lesson? Well, well they thought that
1: the reason Dracula Untold didn't do well is because they didn't have Tom Cruise and a load of money. That would help. So, Sean, before we begin, there's some people that could be coming into this going, why are
2: these guys shitting on a new Dracula movie? I mean, it might be a bad idea, but what's the story behind it? Now, Sean... The Dark Universe, Universal, they've tried this before.
1: Yeah, Universal have tried to, in the past, to start a series of interconnected monster movies. Mm -hmm. Because they have all the rights to those from back in the day when they were first made.
2: But are they not, like,
1: public-owned things? Or do they have specific rights? I think Universal has them, I'm not entirely sure. But uh, they they had a a few swings and a few misses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: two uh, swings two misses good success yeah, for it the
1: remake of The Mummy which The Mummy was a great movie anyway we, we've talked about that before Like The Mummy the original is really good it, and it still holds up yes uh, and then they had Dracula Untold as well mm. uh, but they had this whole plan for an interconnected universe and then just none of it panned out like the MCU but yeah. with dark monsters but they didn't want to put in you know six or seven years of prep work ...to slowly build it, so they decided to ham-fistedly connect it all.
2: It was very similar to um DC- Spider-Man
1: 2? <laughs>
2: yeah, but also DC and how they tackled their yeah, universe. Yeah. They co- they came at the exact same time, like around 2015, 2016, yeah. where the two of them were just kind of looking at the MCU and they're like, we'll just skip the first five years... And, and just come in. Yeah, they wanted to start in phase two. Which is, you can't. You can't. <laughs> and so, DC obviously came and they they did their own thing and that had consequences in regards to...
1: Justice League. Justice
2: League and all that stuff and things. Not, and there's a new Batman movie, which will tell you how good that went.
1: Yes. Um,
2: but in regards to the Dark Universe, their big take was, they did Dracula told It got like wasn't favourable reviews, but it wasn't shat on. It was just kind of like,
1: it's grad, it's a Dracula movie. Yeah. Then they said... But they, sorry, they tried to make Dracula really sympathetic and nice as well. Y- yes. And then they did The Mummy.
2: And The Mummy was going to be the big flagpole. They, this is it.
1: Yeah, and this was a big movie. 125 to 195 million.
2: And they have Tom Cruise. They've got Russell Crowe. They've got they've got The Mummy. They've got like a name recognised franchise with very big names yeah. attached.
1: And you have the nostalgia factor of people who watched The Mummy the first time.
2: Yes. Uh, and so and they it brought just, it out. Yeah. And how good was the chant? Yes it yeah, bombed her. <laughs> it was not very good. <laughs> it was just
1: a Nothing movie.
2: Yeah, a nothing movie, and there's a half an hour in the middle of it where Russell Crowe starts exposit, like expositing, expositing. I was trying to think of that. Ex- it's not exposing, expositing. Ex- I think that's a, that's the term to. Give exposition. He just, he spends a half an hour just going, now Tom Cruise, let me tell you about
1: every monster around the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and they walk through a weird, like, lab with Dracula fangs. And <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> Very Spider-Man. Yeah. In Oscorp, Where all of Spider-Man's villains are a backpack you put on, <laughs> and it just makes you that villain. Yeah.
2: So, they even made a logo. That yeah. appeared at the start of the movie. Now, how confident do you have to be to make a fucking Dark Universe logo at the start? You're like, oh, this is big.
1: This is what's going to happen.
2: This is a Dark Universe. We're going to see this at the start of every single one of these movies. It's going to be a recognised
1: name. And then, then they never...
2: They never made another one. So, no. we've talked about the guy who made that, got paid, and they went easy <laughs> my work here is done 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> just dark on after effects on top of the universal just side invert
1: the colours and it's fine
2: <laughs> so they brought out the movie obviously it got shot on they had lots of movies lined up. Angelina Jolie was Bride of Frankenstein Johnny yeah. Depp
1: was apparently meant to be invisible Man, yes rumoured
2: so, so they had all of these big names from the 90s all lined up yeah. that they were all going to be in these massive movies um, now, unfortunately, that all got cancelled, but they've recently brought out The Invisible Man on a $7 million budget, yeah. and it has made quite a lot of money. A lot more than $7 million. A lot more. Now, that's the opposite of what they did with The Bobby, where they spent $150 million.
1: And it made 7 Yeah, they made
2: 7 but they've, made, they've spent $7 and it made $150 million. That's what
1: studios like.
2: So, they've now thought, fuck we're smart, yeah. <laughs> we can go back. And so now they are going to be doing another modern-day Dracula movie that will be in the universal standalone monster film universe.
1: Okay, if it's, like, I think standalone. I think we, we talked about this when Arlo was on, that uh, the way to do these movies might just be make a good standalone monster movie. Yes. Because that's why Invisible Man, first of all, it they made it for so- So cheap. Yes. Because there's only one person in it. (laughs) 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 For the majority of it. Half their lead actors are invisible. (laughs) It's a great way of doing things. (laughs) But. The Invisible family. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking nailed it. (laughs) Lads. Give that man a a new logo. One million. (laughs) (laughs) But he's. The the Invisible Man also works because it's just a good story told well. Mm. So that's what you need to do. And like. I would be interested in maybe not seeing a Dracula movie. Mm. Seeing a just a vampire movie. Like Blade? No, but see,
2: that's MCU now. But so. like
1: horror vampire. not Are vampires a bit 90s? I think they've just they've been like watered down a lot over mm. the years. I want a vampire that can turn into a bat. <laughs> I want one that can control like insects. I want Insects? Yeah, vampires can control insects can a lot they? of the time. Yeah, man. I did not see that in Buffy. No, I love See, them. I'm a See, Buffy buff. angel. That's uh, the thing. Guy. Your vampires are all handsome and lovely. Ah, come on! Now. I want creepy pale pricks. <laughs>
2: <You> <laughs> like Twilight? No. See, Twilight has ruined them for a lot of people. Yeah, but I think that's so far out of the public conscious that you could,
1: I suppose, bring them back. Does anyone remember Dragon Ball? See, no. I, I, well, I think there's room for like. Different types of vampires. Yeah, and there's a difference between uh, Day of the Dead, the George like the first zombie movie, mm. and then 28 days later. Like it, you can reinvigorate just a trope. Yes. Even. So that, that's why Invisible Man is so good because it's not a, like a a comedy about a man who's invisible getting into funny situations. Scapers. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking harrowing story that's just you watching Elizabeth Moss. Think she's going insane?
2: Yeah, Um, and this also says that they are going to be trying to go for director-inspired projects. Good. Instead of what have we always said on this
1: show? Trust your
2: director. No, 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 no. Let a studio write it. Oh, of course. Bring in a name director. Just tell them what to do. Yeah. Tell them what to do. That's what they
1: want.
2: (laughs) No, you can't do that.
1: Do what we say. Yes, Taika Waititi. (laughs) Do what we say. Yes, Oscar winner Taika Waititi. (laughs)
2: So they say that they're going to be doing director-inspired projects. James Wan is also signed up to okay. do one of these movies. Um, that are going to be hopefully more standalone films rather than a shared universe. But I think that is their way of saying we're going to do standalone. How long do you give it until they go back on the fact that they're going to do a standalone movies? If they make more money for a second one, say if they brought out Dracula and yeah. it makes if they do it for twenty million and it makes one hundred fifty million again. You cannot tell me in two years they won't go. Why don't we put the Invisible Man and Dracula in the same fucking movie? It
1: is possible. <laughs> it's very possible. Depends how well Morbius does. <laughs> oh no! But oh yeah, Morbius. I forgot that was coming. Yeah, out. He's going to be a vampire. Oh no! I, I like. I don't know because going back to the MCU, just as an example of a shared universe, mm. the first like phase one, you have you have your Iron Man, Cap, and Thor. Those are all great like standalone movies there's little nods here and there but you can watch one of them on their own they're all introductions yeah so you need to do that first regardless Mm. but I would be fine if Universal just made monster movies
2: well, to get, like you, they used to. to get you more involved, so James Wan will be directing a monster movie, um, which could be, it sounds like it's going to be a modern Frankenstein film, which is what it's rumoured to Sick, be. Sick, that'd be cool. Um, I love Frankenstein. They, they're going to be doing a Bride of Frankenstein, mm. that's also in development, with Universal apparently approaching two directors, Sam Raimi or John Krasinski, Ooh, to direct the movie. Either I, of those I would love. I think that's pretty good. That's
1: class. The, uh...
2: But let's not get excited. <laughs> <It's> Universal. <laughs> Look. The, their last swing was a hit. <laughs> but why Dracula? I think Dracula's the least exciting one you could do out of all them.
1: Yeah, and maybe it is because we've seen so many vampires and different versions of vampires over the years. Yeah. But, like, when's the last time we saw a good Frankenstein story? I don't think I've ever seen a Frankenstein story. The animated film Igor? <laughs> no. Oh. haven't seen it now, to be honest with you. Bypassed oh. me. Makes Igor the main character.
2: Oh, very. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I think Frankenstein. Maybe, but is that do people care about Frankenstein? I don't like. Do people care about who? Th-
1: like who would you get to play Frankenstein? Yeah, um, David Harbour with bolts in his neck. <laughs> Actually, he'd be pretty good. He'd be pretty alright, wouldn't he'd be he? Pretty good. He's like a tall,
2: bulky dude. See, would is, is Frankenstein handsome or is he really ugly? Don't do sexy
1: Frankenstein. <laughs> no,
2: is Frankenstein the doctor or the monster? What
1: if they did? God's sake, Sean! <laughs> it's look. In many ways, the doctor was the real monster. Oh, yeah. it's a
2: metaphor. But
1: it's like that. What's that one where they're in virtual reality? Uh, Spy out. Kids 2 3D no, I mean that is the best movie of our generation <laughs> and any generation but it's I Spy Kids 2 3D I know but you were thinking of Spy Kids 2 Island of Lost Dreams I was don't of course you worry. I do apologise uh, what's the one uh, Ready Player One. Is oh it? yes where uh, she has like the tiniest scar under her and eye and she's hideous she's hideous hideous don't do that to Frankenstein <laughs> <laughs> I'm, make I'm him a, a man made of more like scar tissue make than him
2: John Krasinski like, incredibly handsome, but I just put one scar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, like, right across the middle of his You're face.
2: hideous, John.
1: Whereas on anyone else, it's just like, ooh, he's rugged. <laughs> yeah. Um
2: So, yes, the Invisible Man has um, driven Universal to the point where they're doing
1: it again, Sean. It's giving them some confidence. It's coming back. The Dark Universe. Monster might be Universes. Back. Mon- yeah, Monsters University. D- Oh, it's
2: already happened. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> Do you think people will care? Or is The Invisible Man just, like, such an out-there property that they kind of got away with it?
1: Um, I don't know what it is about The Invisible Man that made so many people go see it.
2: I think it's because people didn't realise that it was a monster from previous. Yeah, that's like, also true. It just
1: came across as just a, a tr- horror movie from now. Like, And that's how you need to approach these, I think. Because uh, everything else was, like like Dracula Untold and the Mummy they were action adventure yes they weren't horror do you think horror is the best way to go if with do not do monster movies because we have both said we don't like gore horror no so like to do a monster movie that's just about a monster that's there's something simple about that but i think invisible man makes more money than
2: frankenstein weirdly cuz i don't think Fra- i think frankenstein is not even it's recognisable but because it's recognisable it'll make less money because it's kind of played out I get getcha and uh, people are like yeah Frankenstein I've already seen that but what the fuck is this Invisible Man movie that's well, fucking weird looking well
1: all the Disney remakes do amazingly well and people know the story I mean. that's Disney <laughs> that's Disney that's Disney I don't know I think there's I think there's room there for like the the, the the old stories but like the Invisible Man we got isn't the same as the Invisible Man in the past no
2: Tom Cruise coming back I'd say so. Bring Tom Cruise back. Bring Tom Cruise back. Seventy-two-year-old. I want to see what crazy shit he do
1: against He's that mommy. He'd probably just like let a scorpion sting him.
2: Didn't he kiss him the mommy in that
1: movie? I think he did.
2: I think he kissed the mommy to kill her. Or was it that she kills someone else to kill them? There was a lot of kissing going on. It's very weird.
1: You know, for a mummy. (laughs) It's
2: very weird. And he's like 55 and his love interest is like 21. Yeah. (laughs) It's a bit weird. But but he looks 17. He (laughs) he does. (laughs) Um, Okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And that is related to the coronavirus. I do apologize for bringing it up. I thought this was going to be a safe environment. But... Our next two news stories involve this because it's hit the movie industry as well, with Fast and Furious 9
1: has hit the brakes on their release date, Sean. Now they're living life one-eighth of a mile at a time.
2: (laughs) The bastards. So, A Quiet Place Part 2 and No Time to Die have obviously been pushed back, um, and we'll get to A Quiet Place 2. But Vin Diesel has now announced that they are going to be pushing back uh, Fast and Furious Nine from May 2020 to April 2021. That's a
1: hell of a pushback. Which
2: is weird because number ten was meant to come out in 2021.
1: So it's setting off the whole. It's pushing them all back. So
2: I think it's pushing them all back a year. Okay,
1: I mean, I guess like it has to happen. Yes. Um, have they like done any principal photography on this or anything like that? Um, what but, do you mean? Like, um, for example, like Black Widow is coming out at the time it is. Because it's done. Yeah. You know, like, and pu- with Marvel, if you push back, it pushes back to the slate for the next seven years.
2: But but I think... No, I think 9 is done for Fast and Fury. It's coming out in May. And I they're, suppose, they're yeah. doing the press for it.
1: So They're probably just finishing off the CGI at most. Yeah, but I think, uh, is April to May a good slot for Fast and Furious movies? It,
2: see, it must be. Because... Otherwise, they'd be like, oh, we'll bring it out in November. We'll bring it out in December. They're specifically saying, we're coming out in May or April. Yeah. And so we'd rather wait another year and bring it out next April... Then have to go for six months from go now. Go
1: up against the summer blockbusters yeah. and the Halloweens and the Christmas. I think the Fast and Furious movies have done really well in that slot, and they don't want to lose it. That's fair. I can't fault them on that. Yeah, and they like they've clearly made the assessment: like we can lose this money, and we'll be fine.
2: Yes. So it's been pushed back a whole year. Um, now, like that's just I just thought that was a good piece of news in regards to the fact that like they had this next one already coming out next year. Yeah. And so they had to. They must have thought, okay. Well, then we
1: have to push that back to April 2022. Yeah, but like when you think of it as well, it mightn't be that much of a pushback because they would have had to delay filming anyway.
2: I think they've already filmed ten, or they're already halfway through filming ten. They've filmed them back to back.
1: But yeah, but if they're put, to, if you know, if they're locked down for three months, yeah, even yeah, it's really going to cut into that.
2: Yeah, um, it's it's actually weird because they were already on the press tour.
1: Yeah, that's an odd one. That. It's so close to just coming out.
2: Yeah, and it's the same with a, Qu- a quiet place too, because that has fallen victim to it as well. With um, they are that's coming out literally March nineteenth. Fuck. So, like, if today is Monday, Monday the sixteenth. Monday so the sixteenth. Thursday is the nineteenth. That's. So it was meant to come out this Thursday.
1: And is it the, that they don't want to do the premiere? Is that because of it's, that?
2: But they were going to do a premiere um, on the twelfth. I think it got cancelled. Right. And so they've basically just cancelled everything because there's no point in releasing it if nobody's allowed go anywhere.
1: Yeah, you can't like for Ireland, for example, you can't have indoor gatherings of more than a hundred people.
2: Yeah, I like, that whole thing is stupid. Like, surely, think- like it just takes one person. What's the what's the weird number of a <laughs> hundred?
1: I think it's that. Like, instead of you know. 100 people getting infected.
2: Yeah, you have 10. Yeah. Okay, that's fair
1: enough. You know, but it's... How, how big is a cinema screen? Like, how many seats are there? 50? Oh, will be all right, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go. <I'll> go.
2: <laughs> come on, friends. We'll hold hands as we go in. <laughs> I think, yeah, John Krasinski had to come out and basically say, like, we are pushing this back as well. Yeah. Because the thing about all this is, is, like, if you spend 150 million on a movie... And it's meant to come out this time. Like, they probably started making this movie a year and a half ago. Yeah. How
1: could the fuck could they have foreseen any of this? Yeah, they wouldn't have any idea. Jesus Christ. And look, this is weird for us to talk about. We don't usually talk about proper news. No, this is weird. We talk about news that by and large has no effect on the world. No effect
2: whatsoever. It's all pointless. It's all pointless
1: (laughs) and it's all honestly slander.
2: (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) fucking slander. But it's... I'll slag any man's family. You give me a family, I'll slander the shit out with
1: 'em. Uh okay. Let me think of (laughs) you're thinking of the best family. (laughs) John Kravinsky's family. You know
2: what? uh,
1: Let me start his children, right? We're gonna start (laughs) Oh, we're going to We're going to stop that right there now don't set me up <laughs> you know yeah. I'm a bad man you know what I was the one at fault there you, I'm you sorry. brought me in there now but look this is, it's its a weird situation we're going to hear a lot about it over the next few weeks
2: yeah and I think it's going to really affect all this stuff so like oh, I was actually I was very excited about a Quiet Place
1: yeah like, Sam I was interested to see where it went
2: uh, yeah I, I, I was fascinated and John Krzyzewski obviously was like oh I think it's be- the second one's better than the first one but yeah. he's about to say that so. yeah, absolutely he's
1: not going to say it worse <laughs> yeah, this one's fucking dog shit Go back yeah. and watch the last one. But, to sum up, wash your hands, cover your mouth. Good job. <laughs> Thanks, bud. There you go. Um, wash your mouth, cover your hands. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, we we moving on to our next piece of news, and that is Vin Diesel. He is, of course, he was at the press tour. Yeah. For the Fast the Furious. Yes. Um, now he's not. <laughs> he's Now he's not. But he was, and Big Vin is going to Big Vin, because... Big Vin's a bit of a weirdo. Slander. Oh, but <laughs> Vin Diesel teases that the Guardians of the Galaxy will be in Thor, Love and Thunder.
1: I heard rumours of this. Yes. All right. Like, in what context? He doesn't say. After
2: credits? Um, so he's talking about... Uh, he was on the press tour and he actually caught himself and he's like, should I even be talking about this? But yeah. <laughs> his exact quote is, "Tour will, all- the director Taika Waititi talked to me about how Tor will incorporate some of the Guardians of the Galaxy before adding, answering- which will be very interesting. Nobody knows. But maybe I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> so I think he might have let the cat out of the bag yeah. in regards to the Guardians being in Tor. But this also, I think this could go in line with what our- uh, what we say is the start of tour will be, like, him leaving the Guardian
1: ship. Okay, talk to you later. Yeah. I'm going back to Asgard. Yeah, something like that. Or the Guardian's kicking him off the ship because he's a nightmare to live with. Oh, you're just like. the worst. Because you can be funny like that. But uh, I, I'm i not surprised by this news. Mm. I do think he, like, slipped up. Do you think? In saying this, yeah. You can't trust Vin Diesel. It's him and Tom Holland, you just got not <laughs> Tom
2: Holland is hilarious. He's the worst Have you one. seen uh, the Kids Ask Questions to Tom Holland? No. It's BBC Radio. Do you ever watch Kids Ask Questions? No, not at all. That's... It's like a YouTube uh, series, but they're only like five minutes long. But they get like massive stars and... And their idea is that, like, they get these kids to record questions and send them in. Right. And then the idea is if you don't answer the question, you hate kids. <laughs> and so that's, like, the that's the premise. So they had, like, Tom Hanks and they had, like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, and Tom Holland was on it. But Tom Holland, literally, after every question, in every interview I've seen with him when he's promoting Onward recently, yeah. he looks to the side to the publicist, like... Can I say that? <laughs> can, I t- can I just... Can, can, I, can I talk? Did I do bad? Because <laughs> I think Tom Holland's like a really nice lad but he doesn't trust himself anymore. No, he's
1: been burned too many he's times. He's like, I, I'm an idiot. Apparently he got the entire script for Spider-Man 3 and it was like a big moment for him. <laughs> <laughs> they don't trust. They don't like. He didn't know what the fuck was going on in Endgame. No,
2: he. They gave him only like
1: his lines.
2: His like. They didn't even tell him who's in the scene with him. Yeah. They didn't tell him anything. They're just like, just say these lights just in front of that CGI screen, screen and jump and flip. And yeah. That's all we need from you, Tom. And on the press tour, if you know nothing, you can't reveal anything. Exactly.
1: Like. And Benedict Cumberbatch is like his ca- Is like keeper looking and after yeah, him on that press like, tour. I'll answer this. Don't one, you Tom. worry, don't- <laughs> Tom's like, "Um, and then I died. (laughs) Fucked on. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, at the end of Infinity War, at the like, no, before the screening. He said they went to space. No, sorry, before the like, premiere screening of Infinity War, Mm-hmm. He had thought it had already screened. Oh, no. And Tom. he just came out to everyone and was like, I'm still alive. Oh, Tom. <laughs> but they hadn't Tom, seen the movie yet. Tom, Tom, Tom. Oh,
2: the, Tom. Was it not the one where he was on... Was it Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon? One of the Jimmy's. One the Jimmy's. And he, he uh, said, he's like, oh, yeah, and like, Spider-Man. Like, I'm used to just him being, like, on the ground. And in this one, I got the script and it was like, I'm in space? Yeah. And then everyone kind of stopped and then I looked at him and he was like... Well I the telephone I was in space. Well
1: it's <laughs> like, done now.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> I guess we know what's going in the trailer.
2: So Finn Diesel has revealed that the Guardians will be in and over. Do you think they'll have a big role or will it just be a cameo?
1: Uh I think cameo. No more than ten minutes I'd say. Really? Yeah. I think it'll serve to remind people about the Guardians though. Because we haven't seen them. Like in action in a while.
2: And the Guardians are come. The Guardians movie is coming out after. After Tor. Love and Thunder, yeah. Yeah. Now they could be at the. If, imagine they were in it for the whole movie though. That'd be unreal. Then, wouldn't that be great? I would love to see that. But, but then Thor couldn't be in the Guardians movie. I don't think you can do back to back.
1: I don't think so. But I, and I also think there's enough to do in that movie. Yes. Without having the Guardians in it. they got to introduce Betray Bill.
2: <laughs> no, they're not introducing <laughs> Bill. Or they're not introducing <laughs> Gore. Gore? Gore the God Butcher, yeah. Gore the God Could Butcher. Be.
1: Or Roxxon.
2: Oh, no, I, think, I think Gore the God is
1: a good one. I'd love Gore the If butcher, you
2: don't know yeah. who that is, uh, we covered it last week. We covered it,
1: it last week in Movie Mondays. Yeah. And also there's a... In the Thor Hero Zero, we talk about him quite a bit.
2: Yeah, so I think... Um, I think Taika Waititi has enough on his plate to also balance the Guardians, but I'd like to see Taika Waititi's version of the Guardians.
1: Yeah. Think how weird that would be. It will, like, see, I think you need... James Gunn for some of the writing. Just to match the tone. Yeah, but I think if, like, if those who are working together... Imagine them directing together on set. You give me Drax and Korg, same scene. Good God.
2: Gold. I'm printing money. It's just...
1: It's, <laughs> that, I, I never knew I needed that, but now <laughs> I do.
2: Did you see the the poster for The Invisible Man? And it was no. uh, and the post from the invisible man was like um, it was Drax in the background and he's eating the crisp ah. but he's very <laughs> silent. That's
1: amazing.
2: <laughs> um, okay, we're well, moving on to our next piece of news and that is Emily Blunt who was on the
1: press tour. Jez, I'm sensing a theme. There, th-
2: I have there was two back to back. And I said I throw them back to back. So um, Emily Blunt, she was on the press tour in regards to A Quiet Place Part Two. And she has said that she still hopes to make an Edge of Tomorrow sequel when asked about it, Sean. Oh. I know you love Edge of Tomorrow.
1: Edge of Tomorrow's class. It's a pretty good I movie. Really enjoyed
2: it. Um, They are going to, she says, they'll hopefully be doing a second one. They got a script that is very good. It's just trying to get it all into the one area at the one time. That's fair. Do you think an Edge of Tomorrow needs a sequel? Was it
1: called something else? It was called Live, Die, Repeat in America. Okay. Uh, and I think in Japan... Pan it's like all you know is kill Or something like that Okay Uh, But I think I don't That's just That could be slander Slander (laughs) Not everything is slander I don't know I really like uh, Edge of Tomorrow As an example of a movie That's just a movie I like a movie that's a movie And it's just It's a good movie Yeah And that's fine Um, I also think Wouldn't it be a bold fucking move If they just put out the same movie again Holy shit Because the whole thing about Edge of Tomorrow Is that he keeps living the same day Holy shit wouldn't that be good
2: oh my god wouldn't <laughs>
1: it be all right
2: you're, you have the look of a man who's come up with gold
1: yeah. man who's about to print some money
2: I've nailed
1: it right I've solved this you whoever. go
2: to the cinema you're, you're talking like this is very similar to the last one but you're there after 15 minutes you're not leaving no you're like this is good it's, it's
1: very similar to the last I'm one but it's good this movie last?
2: just no um, yeah so they are hoping to be doing an Age of Tomorrow sequel Um. in the next few years she says obviously that is not locked in Um. Uh, but then she jokingly said Tom and I are going to be 70 before we make another one it's going to look a bit weird mm. uh, we'll have to do a real flash forward one we'll go full Irishman it would be the Irishman version of Edge of Tomorrow who knows she,
1: so she's like <laughs> look there's no time frame at all yeah yeah that's fair see I could talk like, I don't know where how old is Tom Cruise by the way oh, I'd say he's in his I'd say he's 57
2: God he is 57 he, is he, he turns 58
1: in this summer this summer Jesus and He's ready for Edge of Tomorrow too. <laughs> yes. Edge of Tomorrow. At what point can he stop being the lead action
2: star? I don't know because what's the age demographic? Not to be ages not at all. But like, but
1: if, if a woman is fifty-eight, she's not the lead actress in an in an action movie. Generally, no, no. Uh, I don't know. Like it's it's weird because w- was Clooney an action star or was he like a romance man? Yeah, <sighs> was.
2: No, Clooney was, I think in the early 2000s, was a bit of a romance boy. Mm-hmm. But then he just started doing really good movies that nobody's seen.
1: Right, yeah. He, yeah. Just,
2: he just went a bit off the rail and he became... He was just like, oh, I'm just an amazing actor. I'll just do really... like just do what co- I want. I'll just do cool movies.
1: Okay, that's fair.
2: Yeah. But then, like... Tom Cruise is still doing blockbuster after blockbuster every his summer. His body must be
1: trash, though. <laughs> like, you see everything that happened to Brendan Fraser on The Mummy.
2: Yeah, he was held together by Snellet. <laughs> yeah, everything that... Tom Cruise has done to himself. But do you think, because he's a lizard, it doesn't affect him? Could be. Mm. It, 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 he doesn't have the anatomy of a human, it, it, so it doesn't actually hurt him. Blood is so cold, he it, doesn't feel pain. <laughs> it does it? He hung off the side of a plane, Sean. He had big mental contacts on his <laughs> eyes. That's, that's my favourite Tom Cruise yeah. story. Was that, what's that five? Is that five or six? I think it's five. Mission Impossible? The scene at the start, when he hangs off the edge of the plane, he literally... Um, the director was like, jokingly, was like, "Oh, shall we got hang Tom off the edge of the plane?" And he went, yeah, Okay and so they just strapped him to the edge of the plane and they took off yeah he was on the edge of a plane the, and he went blind <laughs> and he, blind for a while he had to go he had to wear contacts
1: in his that eye covered like his entire eyeball I just poked myself in the fucking so, eye
2: so he wouldn't go fully blind but because uh, the wind obviously is just smashing
1: against his I face 400 miles an hour or whatever And
2: I think they did the take three times they
1: had to do it three times that's fucking ridiculous <laughs> and then in was it fallout he like jumped across a building and broke his broke his foot. Or um, like that.
2: Yeah, that was in seven, six, because I remember on the Graham Norton show, and he yeah. was like, ha, 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 ha! I broke both my moons in my legs! Ha ha,
1: ha ha! Why are you laughing about this, This is fucked. <laughs> That, that's awful. It's just like an intervention. Yeah. <laughs> no, Tom, that is really... Ha, 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 ha. If, if you were trying to get someone to an intervention, yeah. being on Graham Norton would be the best excuse.
2: Actually, and all yeah. the crowd just turn into your family members. Yes, yeah, they
1: all pull off their Mission Impossible masks. <laughs> of course. And, suddenly, and they're all Tom Cruise, and then they pull off that mask. And they're a lizard. And Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so... uh
2: um, yes, so Emily Blunt says they're going to be doing Edge of Tomorrow. Hopefully, when Tom Cruise is seventy-five.
1: Yeah, I think so because then he can play like the army general that mm. Brendan Gleeson. Played.
2: No, I think he'll still be the lead
1: actor oh, when I he's seventy-five. I think
2: so. I think still so. in the ex
1: suit. suit. Right, yeah. fair enough.
2: Um, okay, we're going to move on to something that has very much excited me. Oh, very much excited me. So this was a rumor that was going around a few months ago in regards to the Batman. I'm sorry. What characters? The Batman. Matt Reeves' 2021 cinema release. Uh, ba- the Batman. The Batman. The Batman. By so, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. So it was rumored that the story was going to be based off of several different comic books. Nobody knew could pin it down specifically what mm. it would be based on. The Killing Joke. The Killing Joke. The lo- Long Halloween's. Anything along those lines. Now. Commissioner Gordon actor has teased that the movie's comic inspirations will indeed be the Log Halloween. Okay. As he put out a post um, that Jeffrey Wright, who is going to be playing Jim Gordon in The Batman, put out an Instagram post of just that comic book. Okay. Of the Log Halloween. Wow, that is on the nose, isn't it? Very on the nose. But, that's amazing. Do you like the Long Halloween? The Long Halloween is one of the best comic Batman comic books of all time. Okay, give me the
1: plot in no more than three minutes.
2: Three minutes? Oh God! Uh, this is not a hero zero Cutter thing. <laughs> um, okay, so it's the Long Halloween is like a murder mystery, right? Uh, it's, a, it's like a thirteen issue murder mystery, and it's a young Batman. Okay, and take take um, and it's like a film noir. Mur- As I said, it's a murder mystery, so it's not like Joker's going to blow up this building. There's murders all around Gotham, and they're all on um, specific days and events throughout the year. Right. Like Valentine's Day, Halloween, Christmas, New Year's. And so, they're all on... And I think this would be fucking amazing to do in film form. And I think it would be great, because the comic itself is you never find out who the killer is until the very last issue right and even then it's a shock like what? it's a twist and then on that twist there's another twist and on that twist there's another twist okay in the actual comic book so um, the story in a very basic way is that there's two crime families in Gotham this is gonna you're gonna enjoy this yeah um, there's the Falconis. Falcone and there's the maronis
1: <laughs> Maroni. oh my god Jesus Christ.
2: So they came up with the Falcone there, but they're like, let's just copy my homework, but like,
1: make it obvious. This not look like So
2: the Falconis and the Maronis they're two different crime families in Gotham, and they all start getting killed off. Okay. Um, I think one of them gets starts getting killed off. It's been a few years since I read it. Um, and so Batman obviously comes in, and they're like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, this is also Harvey Dent is still... Normal Harvey, Harvey Dent at this stage. Still one face. Still one face Harvey Dent. <laughs> as we, as, as is the norm, he's one face. <laughs> um, so he, uh they were kind of working together, the three of them, and Jim Gordon, to try and find this murder. Um, and he even goes to Calendar Man in the jail, and there's a great oh, scene there. Okay,
1: I, I, my first guess was that it was Calendar Man. See, it's
2: not Calendar Man. He's in Arkham. Okay. They immediately think it's a Calendar Man, but they go to him, and weirdly, w- what he says, he, he actually picks out who the killer is in, in that issue. He knows who it is immediately, right? weirdly, but I'm not going to say the line that he says because it'll give it away. Okay. But uh, he, he kind of knows who it is, even though Batman doesn't. So people are killing off all these mobsters. And then um, the Falcodies, as protection, they get in Riddler and Poison Ivy because Riddler's the one man who could be able to solve who the fuck is killing all of our guys yeah well who's the smartest person we know Riddler get him out of jail he'll be the one to find out okay the murders keep going on and on and even Riddler on April Fool's Day someone tries to kill Riddler but he's the only one not killed because it's April Fool's Day that he gets shot at Ah. and there's a great shot where he looks he like runs into the killer and the wall is covered in bullets but it's like the outline of his body like they didn't shoot him they just shot all around around him. him And just like, it's April Fool's, gotcha.
1: And Jesus.
2: So, so constantly Batman is like, who the fuck is doing these murders? Like, these murders are literally happening constantly. And um, Harvey Dent is falling more and more into like, I need to find the killer, I need to find the killer, I need to find the killer. Yeah. Because he's like, Gotham, I need to save Gotham. It's very the Dark Knight elements to it in that regard. That, yeah. Like, he's like, I need to do this, I need I'll to do, do this. what Gotham needs. Yeah. And so... um then they finally get one of the criminals, and they have them in court, mm. and the criminal gets given a bit of, you know, acid. Is bit of acid. Ah, lads. And Harvey then's like, here now, lad.
1: Put down that acid. You
2: ne- no, he's like, you killed him. Well, Tell me what you need to know.
1: Look me in the face.
2: Look me in my one face Look that will never th- change. I only have one, and that will never cease to exist. <laughs> <Right>? Ah, <acid. laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, he got me with the acid. Now I have two. <laughs> So, this is actually the whole book where Two-Face cr- is created. Right. Um, and so, Harvey Dent gets the acid thrown on him. Arkham then, Harvey Dent, because he has the coin, he goes crazy. Yeah. Um, he goes to Arkham and he releases all of the criminals.
1: Right. Do
2: you remember when, how we said that, also, Catwoman is a major part of this, but uh, it's... Remember how we said in regards to this movie that there's going to be lots of villains? Yeah. I think that's uh,
1: where that's going to come okay. in
2: now with this kind of information. That the Penguin and you have Riddler, Joker, Poison Ivy, Catwoman, they're all in this comic book. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's a young Batman. He And basically it comes to the, to the point where uh, Two-Face finds out who the killer is. And I'm not going to obviously reveal any of the spoilers. Yeah. But but what I will say is that it's like it's definitely it's one of the most famous Batman comics for a reason because it shows Batman being a detective (gasps) and he's finding things and he's trying to find the killer and he's in he's interrogating people like
1: what the fuck have you seen? How many guns does he use? He
2: actually, from what I remember now, it's a bit it's a bit hazy, but he uses zero guns.
1: Zero guns. Zero guns his detective skills are his gun he
2: uses he uses detective skills and interrogation in a sort of Batman way to try and find the killer that's a novel approach <laughs> it is a novel approach to the
1: trained killer we know <laughs> to the turret boy himself
2: <laughs> um, so yeah the, the Long Halloween is the picture that Jeffrey Wright posted out and if it is that comic book that explains why all the villains are in it yeah That. It, but there's a lot in that as well
1: yeah what i'm also thinking is that like if this is set over a year there's a lot of opportunity to for us to watch batman grow the long halloween i think is set over two
2: years or a year and a half because like, it goes through all of the, uh, like, big events of the year, if that makes yeah. sense. So it has to go Valentine's Day, then it goes, like, Independence Day, then it
1: goes... To hit every month. Yeah, it has exactly. to hit
2: all of them. And I think, because it's the long Halloween, because it just continuously goes... It starts at Halloween and it keeps going until the next year. Like,
1: that's so cool. Because, like, uh, one of the things in, like, the behind-the-scenes photos was that Batman has on these big, massive gauntlets. Yes. If that's, like, specifically to fight one villain... That makes total sense. Mm. That he just adds that kind of along the story or something like that. Do you know? Well, see, the villain itself is not actually...
2: Like, it's not... As a, This is why it's very... It's, it's weirdly loved in that regard because it hasn't... It's not led by Joker who's like, I'm going to blow up the world. Yeah. It's led by just somebody in a trench coat going around shooting everyone and all you see is a dark silhouette. It's like a fucking... Um, it's an episode of murder she wrote. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like you just see the killer, and you just see the, or you see um, the person who turn, who's like walking down the dark alleyway, yeah. and then just heard the car and there's just a, the shot of the gun, and then they, so it's they, just a mystery. They, it's just a mystery, straight up mystery. You you don't find out who the killer is until Batman finds out who the killer is. Okay. And he deduces it through all of these crimes, and he can't figure it out, like Professor Layton. Like Professor Layton. <laughs> <laughs> Like Midsummer Murders. The very same. The very same. I think that, that sounds cool. It's a very cool and interesting way to start this Bat World. With
1: him being a detective.
2: With him being Batman. Yeah. Like what better way to fuck up like a young Batman who's all about punching and speed and like getting to the crime as fast as possible and fucking show up then the murderer, he has to think. Yeah. He has to out this murder, because the murder's always one step ahead. Constantly. And
1: that's how he learns.
2: And people keep dying. Yeah, and o-
1: it's o- his fault.
2: <laughs> it's his fault. And, now, obviously, there's loads of shit on In the 13 issues, I think he gets taken over by Poison Ivy at one stage. Bruce yeah. Wayne, I mean, not Batman. Yeah. Um. And Bruce Wayne is dating Selina Kyle, but Batman and Catwoman don't know they're who? both who-, who, whatever. Um, but, like... It's a whole comic book, but it's it. I think it's an incredible way to introduce this Batman as something we've never seen before. We've never seen Batman on a murder mystery. No, like we, we've seen Batman. Mister Freeze is going to destroy Gotham, or Riddler's is going to destroy Gotham, yeah. or Two Face is going to destroy Gotham.
1: We've seen like these big, big, big threats. Yeah, but never uh, what we, Batman actually does most of the time.
2: Yeah, which is finding criminals who are... And also, it's interesting because the people who are being killed are crime lords. Like, they're yeah, all the mobsters. They're
1: not good people.
2: But he's Batman, so he has to solve the murder.
1: Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, like, if he just let that killer work away, it would make his job easier. Because I think probably. he's killing
2: off uh, other members of the family. Right. Making them weaker.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, he's yeah. taking them apart. Yeah, literally. one by one. Oh, man. Yeah. This sounds like a good Batman story. It's very, very good. I'd say now I don't want to read it. Yeah, you know.
2: See, I've I spoiled it for myself many years ago. <laughs> but
1: just, you weren't to know. I
2: wasn't to know what they would do it because I thought that's way too out there. Yeah. And also, it wouldn't be something that they would think audiences audiences would like.
1: Yeah, but like I think they maybe they listen to all the backlash of Batman doesn't just punch that we got from Batman versus Superman and. Justice League. If we
2: liked Batman for the fact that he punched, then, like, he would just be the punisher. True. We like Batman because he's the smartest man on the planet. Yeah. And has to think outside. Like, there's that scene in the JLA, Grant Morrison's 2000 JLA run, where the aliens take over the Earth. Yeah. And they... They, they kidnap all the superpower people and, like, they leave Batman. Yeah. And Superman's like.
1: You don't well, understand what he's doing. You're
2: like, he's a human. What's he going to do? And I think Superman's exactly like this. He's the most dangerous man on the planet and you've left him and <laughs> You've made him angry. You've, made, you've, t- you've kidnapped all of us and and you've pissed him off. Yeah. You're going to die. <laughs>
1: and they do. I think they do. I think. I have a feeling. Turret. Turn right. to the face as that you. Kill look, anything. He says,
2: "You have one face too many."
1: <laughs> Dent. <laughs> Dent.
2: Um, would it be weird to see two face be created again, or would you be happy to see that in that kind of environment? I wouldn't mind seeing it. Honestly, mm. <laughs> not,
1: not, It's like no, you know, I want no I to see a man named like. No, yeah. I just I think it's I, yeah. I think it makes my life seem better. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think j- just in terms of like this being a lived-in world, it happens. Yeah. like in in Batman Harvey Dent always becomes Two-Face.
2: He's always a good person until he becomes Two-Face. Yeah. Or sometimes he's actually a crazy person
1: before. He just hides it.
2: Yeah, he's like he he's uh he's got multiple personalities but he just hides it well. He's a good person underneath. And he's yeah. just, he's like oh, no I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine. And it's just until the acid comes and he's like
1: no I'm two people. Yeah, that's when he fully uh goes into it so but when
2: comic books were like Harvey is trying to kill himself like he's like trying to assassinate his own mobster but he can't remember him doing it like he just turns into a killer yeah and he like starts taking out people that are associated with him Batman's like someone's coming for you dead he's like no no he's not I, it's come from inside the home. It's like, it's, it's you. Yeah,
1: you're the one. You're, you're trying to kill yourself what? without knowing you're trying to kill yourself. So like, why not give yourself that character? And he doesn't have to have any more agency in the story than he needs to. No. He doesn't need to be the big bad, but just have two... Like, if 2 has just created one day. Yeah. Um, look, I... This is a big movie.
2: I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for 2021. Because I remember they said that it's going to be like a film noir thing mm. and I didn't believe them. But
1: yeah, now they I'm, always say. Yeah,
2: but now I'm starting to get the... I think this could be as close to Batman comic book.
1: Don't get your hopes up too Absol-
2: much. See, here's the thing. I never do. You <laughs> know me. I hate that. That's true. You have no
1: expectations <laughs> no. of anyone or anything.
2: Especially anything to do with Batman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been
1: burned. have been burned too many times. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news and that is The New Mutants. New Mutants?
1: It has been pushed back Look, solve other things but it,
2: the new mutants is like mate I've already been pushed back in like 10 years yeah, what's what?
1: another decade
2: <laughs> uh, the new mutants has now said that they never wa- underwent any reshoots lads contrary to go- ongoing rumours and reports lads what
1: why didn't you <laughs> why did you put out a new trailer
2: that's a good point because they are now saying, the director has said, that it never underwent any reshoots whatsoever. When asked about this, John Boone, who, or Josh Boone, who's a director, flat out said the purported reshoots never took place. Everybody said we did, re- we did reshoots. We've never done reshoots. I'll tell you this, if there, isn't, if there hadn't been a merger... I'm sure we would have done the reshoots the same way every other movie does pickups. We didn't even do any of that. Because by the time the merger was done and everything was settled, everybody was older anyway. So his <laughs> so <laughs> to break down that quote. Yeah. He says most movies do reshoot, reshoots yeah, to kinda make fine. things better to like Things you might have missed on the day. Things you might have missed and just like to really perfect and hone the craft of film making. Yes. What he says is by the time the murder was done, we didn't do any reshoots because everybody was older. So we're just going basic. Just, just whatever they had. Whatever they had, we just threw together the editing
1: form. I, like, you might as well don't waste the money on reshoots <laughs> for a movie that is going to bomb.
2: <laughs> you were full of hope for this movie. Was I, though? Well, not hope, but I would say you were like, it might be good. I don't. You've like, gone
1: against it again. I just. I don't care anymore. Mm. I've been burned too many times. Everyone knows I love the New Mutants. You,
2: you love them. Who's your favourite New Mutant? The Werewolf, the Wolfsbane,
1: Wolfsbane,
2: Wolfsbane. Is that we, the villain? Uh, we've got Wolfsbane, Magic, Cannonball, Sunspot, and
1: Mirage. Oh, I love Sunspot. <laughs> Do you? Fucking, why not? Very odd Irish to love Sunspot. (laughs) Yes, it's true. Well, what's rare is wonderful.
2: Yes, what can you do? Um, This movie is exactly the movie we set out to make, he said. (laughs) I was nervous when they were talking about reshooting or re-editing that it was going to be very different. But honestly, it's exactly (laughs) what we set out to do.
1: It's okay. If you're willing to stand by that claim. Yeah. But also... Wasn't there a story a few... Like, it was months ago now, but it was that reshoots were scheduled, but just never happened.
2: Yes. So they actually did schedule reshoots that were like, oh, we need to reshoot stuff to make this better. Yeah. And then they never got around to them. And so now they're like, we don't need any reshoots.
1: There's always the movie we wanted. We
2: wanted to make this one.
1: And, like, I have no doubt that there's a story in there, and it's probably fine. Hmm. But every movie needs reshoots. Yeah. But also, this movie has no, like... A lot of the selling point for this was, oh, this is going to set up the next few years of the Fox X-Men. It has no, like, attachment to any of that now. No. It just exists in a bubble. (laughs) And that bubble is getting smaller and smaller and it's over a volcano.
2: (laughs) The oxygen in the bubble is just running out. It's
1: just, like, slowly collapsing (laughs) in on itself. It's
2: fine. Just leave it. Just
1: put it out. Just, Just be done. Yeah, just put it up on like the pirate bear or something
2: poor Anya Taylor-Joy and Maisie Williams they have to fucking promote this movie now I know a movie they did when they were like 17 how far is it getting pushed back? Um, say? It, it's just for a few months in regards right. to, to what's to going on at the minute so, the big thing the big thing so like it's getting pushed back a little bit but like poor the poor actresses and actors in this fucking movie Brenton Thwaites <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I really love it. I just I prefer being Nightwing. I prefer a blue tint on everything I do. Just what about that? Tint the fuck out. Just tint the fuck out of it, blue. More. I've turned on Titans. Have you? Mm. That's fair. We'll talk about that another mm, time. I've, I've turned on it. Right. Uh, I was for the first season. I was like, get benefited out. Yeah. Maybe it'll come good. First season was like a solid six out of ten. Like some say, se- episodes were good. Yeah. Some Jason Todd was great. Jason does a little shit. Yeah, perfect. But. No, I couldn't I couldn't I dropped off. This is due. Um okay. We're finishing off this week with the big news. The biggest news. Marvel have released the final Black Widow trailer before the release of the movie on May first, Shod.
1: Provisionally.
2: Provisionally at this moment it is releasing on May first. Sean where would you like to begin in regards to the Black Widow trailer? We watched it together on your couch before yes, we started this. We
1: did indeed. This is another film where Black Widow is done running from her past. <laughs> so that's what that makes 6 out of 6 just about yeah Yeah. yeah. Um, it's this film is always going to be weird uh, because you know things happen to Black Widow in Endgame what
2: just putting that out there I think she's going to survive the end of this movie what if she dies
1: (laughs) no what if her and like Florence Pugh undergo some sort of face swap technology
2: That's very comic booky. That nobody said anything. <laughs> yeah, but that's
1: not actually her. It, it was all a decoy. Yeah, Black Widow. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so I li- by and large I think this looks grand.
2: Really, I thought this was great.
1: Yeah, I thought this was a really good trailer. I th- see. I think bits of this are good. Oh, okay. I think the movie overall looks like it'll be grand. Yeah, I. I think this is the strongest trailer out of the three of them. Yeah, and it also weirdly it gives away more than I want it that's interesting
2: because I thought they needed to give something away to make me interested to actually have a goal to have
1: a to, like... see I saw Taskmaster and was sold from the beginning yes
2: but we know about
1: Taskmaster so it's think true.
2: about someone who doesn't understand yeah. not understand that seems like
1: fucking no. who hasn't wasted all the time in the world who hasn't
2: stupid fucking comic books like we have yeah.
1: <laughs> like I get that yeah that it wouldn't be as big of a draw but I
2: think to the casual audience I think this is way cooler like you finally get a sense that Taskmaster is a fucking badass.
1: Yeah, and there's like there's so many like moments. Like, can we talk about Taskmaster for a bit? Just, uh, yeah, go for it. There's so many moments in this where like even fa- people who don't watch all the Marvel movies will know some of Taskmaster's movements in this as belonging to other people: Black Panther, Black Panther, Cap, mm. uh, Iron Man, Spider Man. Where'd you see the Iron Man? The Iron Man when he's flying through the sky. Yeah, he does the Iron Man. Oh, does. pose to like make himself faster. Fuck. Yeah. So where's the Spider Man? He does a flip off. Oh, of the, the, the back flip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So like, it's just it's it because they're all shots that you will have seen in trailers for other movies. So it's just it it makes total sense that, but but it's also subtle enough that if you didn't really get it, it's fine. Yeah, and it's not like it's he breaks into a different style when he's doing it. Like he he does it naturally. It's seamless. Yeah, which is how he would. And also, it's so cool because with all the publicity, the Avengers would have been getting. There's he, so much footage. There's so much footage for him to watch. And he learns immediately. What is Taskmaster's power, shot? He has photographic reflexes. Mm. So anything he sees, he can instantly replicate. For example, he learned to do a perfect Olympic dive before he learned how to swim just by watching TV. What the fuck? Uh, he can mimic the fighting style of anyone. And if he does it or watches it enough, it commits to his long-term memory but he does have shit short-term memory mm. as a result. So a lot of times he'll fight someone he cares about so that he can always remember him. Right. It's fucked. He he also is... Uh, he he trains the people in the Red Room. Yeah,
2: and he controls the Red Room now. He sh- yeah, which tracks with the comics. Yeah, Rachel Weiss says that he, like... Or is it Florence Pugh? they're like he runs the Trent red room Q, i think says it and they're all just
1: clone or not clones but they're drones yeah that uh, and they're, that's what the plot of this film looks like it is they're trying to shut down the red room yeah which is a simple goal and i like it i think this movie did that's the best thing they
2: could have done to make this personal like we have seen so much fucking space yeah and so much otherworldly the world's going to blow up everything new york is going to be destroyed we needed a Winter Soldier. Like, we needed just... Yeah. Something personal to her. This is, like, the most on-the-ground version. Now, maybe the scene when they're flying through the sky. Not so much. But... But this is a very on-the-ground personal story that I got so much Winter Soldier vibes. I
1: was going to say Winter Soldier. Like, it's... It is that ground-level story with...
2: With amazing fight scenes. Yeah. And people you care about.
1: Yeah. And they're not powered, really.
2: No. Like, That's some. Sometimes that's all you need. Like if it's if it's a strong written story that has twists and turns, and you care about those characters. Yeah. Like Winter Soldier has shown that you don't need a world-ending device.
1: Yeah. You just need characters you care about and strong like writing. Yeah. The Russos said this week that the reason they like doing the Captain America stuff is because his superpower is his heart. Yeah. Like that he'll just keep going. And that's why he's interesting to write around.
2: Well, that heart has to be really good with all the running away from past that she does. She does a
1: lot of running d- away from she's
2: past. She's so
1: fit. <laughs> um, see, I, I'm interested in this because if they shut down the Red Room, uh, there's uh, potential spoilers for Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm. I guess. But do you care? No. Cool. The rumour <laughs> is that, that the story of that is they're talking to Baron Zemo about the super soldier project and they're trying to clean that situation okay. up. Okay. So if like if the red room is shut down that's one essentially super soldier program shut down. So it seems like they're trying to eliminate all of them. All of them just not not even a coordinated effort, but Sam and Natasha were together. Sam, Natasha and Cap were all on the run together. So I wouldn't be surprised if Cap if it was Cap's idea to shut down a lot of the old Super Soldier I think that'd be really cool to link it all in together that's what I'm thinking anyway
2: yeah and this is the time frame between Infinity War and
1: Endgame uh, between what's between Civil War and Infinity War is it is that what this say? okay alright because it's after Cap goes on the run Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I the most the thing that started to me was that Taskmaster looks incredibly badass. Yeah. This is the best we've seen. And Taskmaster, I kind of am up for him in this movie. I want him to win. I
1: want Taskmaster to look cool in this movie, and that's and, it.
2: And I want him to kill everyone.
1: Yeah. Like, I like, was watching
2: there, it going, I would not be against him walking into a seat
1: and killing everyone. David Harbour, you're dead. Yeah. Immediately. Like, because... First of all, bold fucking move. We see a lot of Taskmaster in the daytime in this. Yes. And it's class. I really like the design of it. Um, he d- it's not the skull mask. It's not the skull mask. You get the kind of painted on mm. bones. My favourite Taskmaster design is actually in Spider-Man PS4. Okay. Because it's just a comic booky mess and I love it. <laughs> okay. But um, there's a great bit where Natasha's running around the corner and Taskmaster's just there. And he's just like towering over her and she actually is like visibly frightened. Yeah. And you don't see Black Widow frightened.
2: No, he, she always kicks the shit out of, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but well, she's fighting herself and she does the,
1: fight Florence Pugh who knows everything she knows.
2: I think that's, that's very clever that you bring her back to the place where everybody knows everything yeah. and then the villain is Taskmaster who's just a mirror image of everybody that she, all of her history all she's constantly the- run away from hi- her history but her Sean past. but Sean her past is in Taskmaster so oh. she, cannot she cannot run away if he the is past. there her heart needs to be beaten. run <laughs> that's tr-
1: oh my god oh my god um, the, looks like there's a real car flip in this you like a good car flip. I like a good real car flip, <laughs> yeah. Truck flip. Truck.
2: I'll flip a truck. I'll
1: flip a car. Florence Pugh's in this. Florence Pugh is in this. And
2: I have Florence Pugh MVP of this year. She's killing it. She is doing fucking work yeah. this year, man. Yeah, she's putting it in, and she's very, very good. She's very good in it. Yes. So,
1: like, everyone at that dinner table it's are all stellar actors. Exactly. And, like,
2: even just that scene, it kind of, I don't know, it's it's likeable to be like oh don't slouch. Yeah. don't slouch but that's a very it's a very MCU kind
1: of scene it is it's like the shawarma scene or you know you have all this very serious shit and then you just have stupid comedy yeah just regular shit going on yeah um, and that, Rachel Weiss is actually her mother in this which is weird because I think Rachel Weiss and Scarlett Johansson I don't think they're too far apart today. I think there's about five years the difference of it. Like, and does that mean that David Harbour is their da? I just It's weird that it's such a clear family, it seems. In my... The impression that I got, now, it could
2: be wrong, is that they're not... Ac- obviously, they're not actually the paternal... their parents. Yeah. It's just, like, they are older people in that age or in that... Uh, where they grew up. Right. And they, like, took on the paternal figures
1: right, of okay. these people.
2: Because I don't think it makes any sense for Rachel voice to be Scarlett Johansson's mother. No.
1: See, like, in terms of... Comic book stuff. If if like David Harbor is Red Guardian, hmm. so if Rachel Vice was an older Black Widow, that would still make sense canonically that Red Guardian and Black Widow used to be married. Yeah, be a nice little callback. She, to the and origins. she has
2: said that she is a Black
1: Widow. Yeah, so that that still tracks with kind of comic book origins in a lot of ways. Yeah, they
2: could just be people that graduated from the school before everyone, and they were. Like, the kindest people there looking after all the young girls who are going through the school.
1: Do you think that Florence Pugh became a black widow because Natasha defected? Because she left. And that they took her in, like, revenge. Um, Is Florence Pugh playing her actual sister?
2: I I don't know. (laughs) See, is it an actual family? Are any of them actually related? That is, yeah. It is very odd. It's a family it could be just a family because they've all had each other. Throughout family the whole is who life. you make it. Exactly. Yeah. So they've all just been, they've all joined together throughout
1: the years. Yeah. But are they actually like blood
2: related? I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Oh, yeah. It's an honor. I, I kind of took that face value that they were related. Or maybe but maybe it makes they are more actually sisters. Or maybe that's what they want you to think. Maybe. All of this trailer could be fake. Oh. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real thing. <laughs> it does look good though. The action looks good. Yeah. I'm excited. Um,
2: And are you excited? Or are you just excited for Taskmaster? (laughs) Yes oh good <laughs> um, so yeah it comes out May 1st apparently um, apparently, apparently, apparently May 1st every time um, so yeah I think that's it for this week's Movie Monday Chad. what a good week Um so once again yeah, if you want to get an extra bit of Movie Mondays we do have a Lazarus Pit that has come out on Saturday it's a Patreon exclusive Lazarus Patreon-exclusive Pit La- it's $5 a month and you get t- an extra episode every single month so we normally do go back and review uh, one superhero movie that's already happened years ago, back in the day, back in the day, back down yonder, so back in the heady days of 1004, oh Jesus, Um, was it 1004? Probably. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man 2 came out. Whenever
1: Spider-Man 2 came out, yeah. that so time.
2: We covered that and uh, we've covered Batman Begins, so both of them will become unlocked um, if you give in the $5 a month. Yeah. And if you give $2 you get your name, uh, shout
1: out to the show. Connor, are you suggesting I should do a shout-out
2: right I'm now? I'm saying that
1: maybe we shout-out to people who give $2 a month. Yes, well, sir. let me thank all of our patrons. Alexander Williams, Kira Lawler, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Holly and Ryan Evanson. Uh, thank you all so, so much. It's really great that you you guys do this. You're sticking around. And hopefully you're enjoying Lazarus Pits and the show in general.
2: Maybe they don't. Maybe they hate them. Well, <laughs> no one's told us that. So they're either polite. Yeah. Or they love it. Polite. Definitely, yeah, right, polite. Enough, I so find people are polite. We haven't found any dickheads yet. I know, yeah. I want to get some hate, me.
1: <laughs> oh, lads. <laughs> Please don't send hate Yeah, I'm a fragile I think, boy. I don't think you'd take <laughs> it. I'd, re- I'd redirect it all to my personal accounts.
2: We, we had that one guy who told us that we... uh Do you remember he had loads of tweets about slavery in America? Oh, and then yeah. he had one tweet to be like, You need medical help. Something like that. That was yeah. a nice man. It was <laughs> yeah, lovely. Hopefully it's my dad.
1: Still <laughs> Okay. Um, so, do you want to take this out, Sean? Yeah, thanks everyone for listening to this uh, week's episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. As mentioned, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast, or you can click the link in the description. Um, go over there and support us if you want, if you can. Uh, if you can't or you just don't want to, the best way you can support shows is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one. Just the one. Or maybe two? Mm-hmm. Nah, just the one. No, the rule is what? The rule is what? Waffles. <laughs> Look that was on me I'm sorry I apologise <laughs> And you <laughs> I'll oh. kick you off This fucking show <laughs> Even if I tell everyone About our social media links Oh fuck Now you've copied dis- <laughs> uh, it's, <in> <laughs> it's in the description It's in the description It's facebook.com Here's Slash here's for podcast Instagram here's for podcast Twitter at here's for the four is the number four Or you can email us Here's for underscore At outlook.com On the description I think you've nailed it Thanks bye I've been Colin all. I've been I'll see you next week guys Bye Bye, bye.